0: Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, Broads. Hi, Broads. Happy... Tuesday? Tuesday? Yeah, if you're listening
1: (laughs) Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday
0: or whatever day you happen to be listening
1: on. Yeah, I hope your week is wonderful so far. We're about to make it better, I think. We're about to get into some good shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. So let's talk a little bit just about how you...
0: Came upon this lovely guest and
1: well here's the thing after <laughs> we had Evion on the podcast uh well Becca suggested Evion, and I then started to like dive in and research and listen to her podcast and I was just like I'm obsessed these are so many things genuinely and we've talked about this that I feel like being raised in a bubble that I am like girlfriend I need to make myself more knowledgeable knowledgeable about certain things and she just started opening up stuff that i had no idea whole about whole world, and yeah. i was just kind of like it's been a couple of weeks of feeling a little bit rocked um in good in a good way um and so when i was getting into that i found this special person um via a podcast episode um and your podcast i believe trauma queen yes yes introduce
0: yourself trauma queen branding
2: always i uh, love it. yeah this is a birthday present um so my name is Jiminika eborn i'm a comprehensive sexuality educator and a trauma
1: specialist wow yeah we i mean i guess it's been maybe about 6 months ago we had an episode that came up where um The concept of um, trauma, specifically from sexual assault, um, Mm -hmm. was mentioned. And we had so many listeners send us messages um, saying, I need to talk about this. I want to hear about this. And we've been trying to find, like, the perfect person to come on and discuss this. And I should say right now, a trigger warning for anyone listening, um, we are going to be getting into some topics um, regarding um sexual assault and um so if this is not something that you're general comfortable, violence general violence if it's not something that you're comfortable listening to please be aware um but yeah when i found you and started watching some youtube i was like this is the perfect individual to come on and talk about it <laughs> don't worry it's only a, a portion of a small portion of our
2: yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting what's out there. Once, and this is a random story, one of my old roommates, she was like, oh my God, I saw you on Pornhub, and then walked out. I said, what, 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 <laughs> hello, come back. Who do I need to sue? <laughs> <laughs> so she comes back, and she was like, it was just you talking about a vibrator. And I was like, don't you ever <laughs> just say, I saw you on Pornhub, and then walk away. She was like,
0: wasn't it fun? Oh I was my like, God, you're no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, well, my day's in a tailspin at the moment, so... Oh my goodness. So how did you
0: get started doing the work you do? And like, tell us, can you tell us a little about like your background yeah. and how you are where you're at now? Well, first I made all this up,
2: but, <laughs> um, so I went to school for, let's go even further back. So I always say, and you'll probably hear this a billion times. If you listen to my work that I am a child of trauma, um, trigger warning. My mother was murdered when I was a baby. They found me with her body. um, and what people don't realize is we don't have the memories, but our body holds on to the trauma memories from birth, from birth, from birth, things that are around us, even if we don't physically remember them, they're still within us. Um, which led me to being one, I was raised by my grandparents, so they would rotate, one would be awake, one would be asleep. So I learned how to read early, and I was nosy. Um, <laughs> so I did a lot of reading, like I went through their documents, like I saw all the court files. Um, and, it made me want to help women because it was a domestic violence case. It made me want to help women before it got to that situation. Yes.
0: Um, before
2: death. Mm-hmm, before death. Um, which people are like, well, I'm like, mm, let's be real. Oftentimes it gets to death before people give a shit. And then, then what? It's over. It's too late. Um, so I went to school for criminal justice. <laughs> so what <Yes>. happened was <laughs> um, I had got kicked out. Fun fact, because you're supposed to go to class, right? Um, Sure. Yeah, that little trap. Yeah. (sighs) So cute. (laughs) Um, But what actually changed a lot of it was I was actually raped Um, my junior year of college. I woke up and someone was standing over me and it was someone that I had been with beforehand. And that like fucked me. Oh, can we curse here? Yes, oh, absolutely! absolutely. Well, too bad, already did. <laughs> um, and it it led to me like I didn't tell any of my friends, I didn't tell any of my family, and I was just like figuring it out, navigating it. And I was like, mm, alcohol. So it was a lot of drinking and partying, and apparently, you know, again, didn't go to class. Best thing that ever happened to me was getting kicked out of school because I was asking for help. Like I was constantly going to like my counselor or whatever and be like, I don't think this is right. Like something's like, I have things going on and they're like, let me just help you stay a little longer. And I'm like, no bitch, I need to get out. Yeah, But I got kicked out. Best thing ever. Um, and I became a rape crisis counselor and I opened a vintage clothing store online. I'm a Gemini. I
0: was going to say, I saw this. <laughs> Libra, Aquarius, Gemini. Gemini, so air signs a lot in of the cancer
2: heart. in
1: my chart. Oh yes. Yeah, so so people are like,
2: that makes sense. <laughs> At first, they're like, What? I'm like, Happy Sack? Yeah, you're like,
1: Rape Crisis and Vintage Clothing. Yeah. <laughs> <joke.">
2: <laughs> I know, I know. My parents were like, What the fuck?
1: I
0: guess. Um, how did and, you start? Just yeah. start to interrupt. How did you start being a rape counselor? Um, how did I find that? I think I
2: saw, because during my criminal justice classes, someone came in and spoke. Okay. So I was actually a rape crisis counselor for San Bernardino County. Um, and you go through like all this training, which you're like, oh, this is so long. And what ends up happening is if you continue through, then you're certified for a certain amount of time. And so my job was I would go to the hospital mm. with, after someone was taken in. Oh, fuck. Yep. Yep. So my mom was like, I used to be so stressed. You'd be like, I got to go. She'd be like, where are you going? Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I would be after the police. I'm that first person you meet. And then I would sit with them when they would get their SART kits, which if people don't know, the SART kits is where they do the swabs and the testing. And again, you have to retell the story that literally just happened to you. And so that's when I started to realize, one, that I was good at my job now that I have. But it was like, it felt like the most privileged and amazing gift. Like it didn't feel like work, like it was a gift for someone to trust me to sit in that space, retell their story, hold their hand. And, you know, just sit and, like, be as they're, again, having people touch them that they don't know, having to recant, like, the bullshit that just happened. And I had to do a lot of mirror work, like, just for my face. In general, I carry my emotions on my face and my friends are constantly, like, they'll, like, wait until (laughs) they'll be, like, yeah. And, like, look at my face. I'm, like, stop. (laughs) But, like, for that, like, I had to do, like, mirror work Mm -hmm. to be, like, if I heard... Yes. And then I was gang raped. I had to be like, OK, like, how can I support you right yes. now? Versus. Yeah. Oh, my, oh, my God. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're and then you get mad, like because at the age, a lot of the the women, predominantly women that came in were the same age as me and the same age as my friends. Or it would be like, yeah, I was hanging out with these people and there were women there, but they didn't stop it. And then I was getting raped. And I'd be like, everyone needs to die. And I yeah. was like, OK, maybe that. Well, no like maybe everyone should just get slapped a
1: few times like how do i yeah but to be able to not like like to stay calm Mm -hmm. in that i can't even imagine which also
0: by the way i hope people can understand with you just talking about this a little bit why women don't why didn't you report it because that's a whole whole other thing we can talk about the added trauma of having to rehash and be put through the, retell the trauma you've experienced mm-hmm. over and over and over again and have your body and your mind and all these other things like I mean, violated after for mm-hmm. s- sometimes the,
1: years yeah and at the end of the day like i mean you go into the emergency room just in general at a hospital it's a shit and, show. And, and it's a shit show you're stressed you feel anxious it's cold like let alone having all that
2: happen i and yeah. a lot of the times i don't understand when the police i mean a lot of police. But like they're not trained in many aspects yeah. and especially not to deal with trauma. Um and there's a lot of cases where you get to like okay I can finally do it. I'm going to go and talk to the police. Well what were you wearing? What were you doing? Or well, you've slept I'm with sure. him before? Mhm. There's there's so many like once you start asking those what if questions, you are losing the opportunity to reach a person, to support sure. them. Because now they're like, well fuck it, I shouldn't have been here. And then that spiral Brains are wild and will take over anything mm-hmm. else. Your mm-hmm. thought process will get so disconnected that you could be talking to me and I won't even hear you. Yeah, I'm like your mouth is moving, but I'm over here drowning. Yeah, and that's oftentimes like what happens when you're like, okay, I can finally do it. Yeah, it's shitty.
0: Not to mention the self doubt that someone's going to experience for so long, going up to the point where they can say something, and then if the minute somebody else starts to doubt or question, you go into fuck it mode. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is oh. why I protected myself for so long. Like, so, so yep. that was your. That's how you got into that. And then yep. what happened from there? <laughs> I know my friends
2: were like, "Okay, it gets better." Um. So then I was like, "I'm gonna go back to school." I went to school with Jesus, um, Cal Baptist University. Oh. Yes,
1: you went to Cal Baptist. You gotta be shitting me? Did you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> ah! I, I don't even. I oh my Shut god! Shut the hell up! Yeah yes wow what year uh
2: i don't remember actually i counted out <laughs> um but i went in my mid-20s 23 24 25
1: yeah okay. wow we'll talk Not so <laughs> we'll hold each other later <laughs> and cry
2: <laughs> oh chapel how i skipped oh, feet. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we have to take a pause for one moment. Uh, We're at Becca's place, and I'm watching the cute twin kitties running around like crazy, and I'm thinking, you know what these kitties deserve? They deserve pretty litter, Uh, as does every cat owner and cat on the planet. Pretty litter is kitty litter reinvented. Unlike traditional litter, pretty Litter super light crystals trap odor and release moisture, resulting in dry, low-maintenance litter that doesn't smell thank god and pretty litter is virtually dust free because it's manufactured with a specialized de-dusting process less dust and no fuss and the dust has been a game changer for my dad and my sister i've talked about this before they used to use that old gross litter that was so dusty and it would bother my sister and my dad's allergies so much but not pretty litter you're welcome, fam. Uh, Pretty Litter will also spare your sanity and storage space. It's shipped in a small, lightweight bag that lasts an entire month. No more bulky containers or frequent frequent trips to the store. Uh, you don't love dragging out a two-ton bag every few weeks from the store, spilling all your other groceries on the way, and then breaking down in the parking lot to have a moment to cry? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore with Pretty Litter. Uh, But above all else, here's why Pretty Litter is a pet parent's hero. It's a health indicator. Pretty Litter monitors your cat's health by changing colors when it detects potential underlying issues. You won't find that kind of innovation in conventional litter anywhere. And now... it's getting colder outside. You might be trapped next to a stinky litter box all shut in. Hot boxing that gross litter in your home? We say no more. Uh, You can't change the weather, but you can change your kitty litter. Make the switch like I did today. Go to prettylitter.com and use promo code chatty for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code chatty. (sighs) Oh yeah. Got a bonding. Got to yeah,
2: bonding. You gotta have bonding. How did right? you get I there. there? Wow. Um, I got in. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I need to go back to school. So I wanted to. I thought I wanted. I thought I had to be a therapist. Honestly, I thought I had to be a therapist to do the work that I wanted to do. And I was like, oh, I should. I should go back for psychology. And everyone was like, yeah, you should. We thought so. I was like. Where the fuck were all of you when I was wasting time and money? <laughs> they were like, "Well, we'll let you figure it they out." They always come out later. <laughs> they always come out later. So I went there, and while I was working there, I started working um, in group homes. So I worked in a group home, ooh, group home for male sexual assault, uh, not survivors. They were actually juvenile offenders. Mm and so i was like what we'll bring it back like this is a large population yes oh yeah. yes we had 11 houses at the time six boys in each house i worked there two years none of the houses ever went empty Wow. and i used to be like what's going on again i i'm nosy i need to know who's around me at all times i'm reading everyone's files and I'd be like, are you I...
0: supposed to be doing that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But some staff like wouldn't read that. Sure. Oh, you're message. like you're because like because after they don't want to like a... just
1: like fully spot. Like
2: no, no. Who's <laughs> coming?
1: <Cool laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. And is, is this everything. everything
0: from like um, minors who have maybe like molested a family member all the way up to like raping a stranger kind of thing like this is okay Mm -hmm. okay predominantly
2: again it was like people because predominantly sexual assault is people around you that you know yes people are like it's always a stranger it is a stranger sometimes isn't it mostly not it's mostly not statistically it's people that are around you that you know you have a relationship with and so a lot of younger siblings Mm. uh blind cousins grandmas excuse me uh mom's dad like it's the gamut and then you would also have the kids where i'd be like oh you're 15 they're 17 sure. their parents are like no sure. and then the parents report you and you're like yeah 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 well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that gray area that yeah. you're like okay age because there's the age of consent mm-hmm. um but then it's like like, a, the, is the a 16 weird.
0: year old unable to consent with their 19 year old boyfriend? Like, mm-hmm. it's a whole other it's, conversation. It's but.
2: 15 and below, but also then now it's very tricky because two minors technically shouldn't still have sex yeah, either. Yeah, it's illegal, isn't it's it? It's illegal still. Yes. So you can both be prosecuted, which the world, this is what we going to focus on. You can on. both be prosecuted. You can both be prosecuted.
0: Wait, what were you saying about the 15 and below? So if you, what's so the,
2: it's So if you are 15 and above, or 16 and above, anything under, you can be prosecuted. But if oh. both of you are minors, you can still be
0: prosecuted. Like,
2: hmm. so either way, someone's in trouble. Wow. Yeah.
0: Huh. The world. Yeah. These are the laws. Puritanical laws for yeah. sure. Oh that are so, for some reason persisting. But
2: are so tricky with adults. Yeah. They're like, well, when you, when you, when we were talking earlier, like Brock Turner.
0: Trash. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> or you want to talk about the judges more if we're going to talk about also, trash.
2: Trash. Yeah. Predominantly white men in society
0: but you have a future yeah so the brock turner case for people who don't know um brock turner was sexually assaulting a woman who was unconscious next to a trash can there were multiple witnesses who caught him in the act chased him down actually Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. tackled and caught him so this isn't even this, this, isn't like, this isn't even in question like a what? Like, no, no, this no. isn't like some yeah, no, very clear what was happening. Um he went to trial for it, but he was st- a Stanford a water yeah, polo pl- a swimmer, swimmer, Stanford swimmer, swimmer I believe. Swimmer, excellent swimmer, world, you know. Yeah. It's
1: like really imp- <laughs> can it really help so with hard. swimming skills.
0: So, he was I don't remember what his sentence ended up being, but he ended up getting out like, 3 months later on good behavior, 3 months after sexual like assault probation. Yeah. 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 Slap but on the wrist. Of course everyone wants thing. to kill him now. So I mean that's the that's the benefit of everything blowing up with this. But I mean and his father actually had the audacity after, like during the trial to say that um he wrote an open letter saying that his son um, shouldn't be punished for years for uh, like a drunk 15 minutes of fun. Yeah, also, his said that his, is also said that his, that his son charming. had that his I see where a, he gets it from. His son had had a hard time. He couldn't even eat his favorite food, which was steak. Isn't that devastating for him? Wait, oh. that was No, this in was the actually put in the yeah. letter. His son couldn't well, eat steak. steak. That's how, that's how devastating he was. She couldn't function. She couldn't sleep. She is still struggling, mm. but not steak.
2: God damn it.
0: So. Yeah, Stanford swimmer who gets out yeah. three months later because, mm-hmm. you but know. But this is,
2: this is an ongoing situation. Like, there's so many stories that I'm, like, I'm just constantly angry at. Well, I mean, was it that bad? Okay, yeah, we're going to the answer is yes. There's, We're not going to question it.
0: Well, and even if we're just going to hold um, logical equivalents for other people who are spending prison time for other things, for example— black people who are still behind bars for marijuana charges that now white uh-huh. people are profiting from left and right and we have ads all over the fucking city. It's for, I mean, mm-hmm. so it's like if we're going to hold, even if you think it's not that bad, if we're going to weigh against the charges that other people receive for Yeah. Ba- yeah, It's like...
2: The world is great, everyone. <laughs> and global warming is fake. News, Obviously fake it's news. fake.
0: Um, oh my god. Yeah, so... So after I went
2: to school with Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, and I started doing I love that, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started just going through different mental health facilities, like every, after the group homes, every two years I was like, I need to continue growing. Sure. So from there I went to eating disorders. Um,
0: did all of this put a big strain on your like personal space? Like when you're at home, like did, how did this not overtake your life? I don't know. Maybe I'm and just it, weird. and it, and it didn't.
2: Um, no. Like I, I learned how to like separate compartmentalize. Yeah. Like my friends would be like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you want to take me to dinner? <laughs> I'm like, I'll receive you. I'm not going to say
1: no to a free Turn dinner. But- free
2: <laughs> no, but it, it, you know, a lot of it was remembering that it was a gift and a privilege mm. and also everything that I do, I'm also working on myself because again remember I'm doing all these things and I still haven't told anyone that I was raped
1: okay so at this point you haven't wow. said anything no okay
0: and is this a way of you sort of processing through what happened to guess so to you? yeah
2: my therapist is like I have never seen someone that processes everything <laughs> so well you do everything <laughs> just to process you and I was like oh my god all this is about me <laughs> I am a Gemini <laughs> like <laughs> turns out, <laughs> turns out, people are like me. you
1: are so selfless. Like the work you do, <laughs> yes, and yeah,
0: exactly, um,
2: yeah. And then eating disorders and working with women, and it was just different levels. But what kept coming up in every mental health facility was rape or sexual assault that was connected. Even working in the facility, no, after the juvenile sex offenders, I went and worked with teenagers. And one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. It was a lockdown, -lockdown, semi-lockdown, quote-unquote, facility, and like I would go to go to work in Nikes and sweats because it was a hands-on facility, and my kids loved to run, and we weren't in the safest neighborhood. And so I was constantly like I was in the best shape of my life, chasing <laughs> after children down streets, around corners,
0: in vans. Wait, I don't I- understand what the con. What, what? So what? Where? Where are these children? And like, why are they? This there? was in
2: Whittier. It was a mental health facility. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, and so we had
2: two different sides. One of them would be like dual diagnosis. Uh-huh. So like drug addiction and the other side was just different mental health things. But what people forget is trauma bonding is real. And they're like, oh my God, you're struggling. I'm struggling. We know we get each other. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Everyone's in love. Yeah. Everyone says we don't understand. They're all teenagers
0: too. So you get
2: hormones, you have mental health struggles, you have trauma. Everyone's like, oh my God, you get me. Of course. They don't understand us. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Here we go. It was a lot, but I saw things like even there, like someone having sex for the first time. And then we've all had sex for the first time. And that's an interesting time after, but having sex with someone, you're in the space of like your living room and they act like you don't exist. Yep. So you're like, what? I thought we were in love having to deal with that or just (sighs) like kids running away and then getting kidnapped. We had, kids selling other kids for drugs like it was a lot to see and then i went to eating disorders which i was like this is a little calmer and then i was like oh no it's not mm. but again sexual assault sexual trauma and i was like this is great this is great i'm burning out
0: mm-hmm.
2: so during the summers i would do jobs that i'd be like oh this is lovely yeah. i would do weddings yeah. <laughs> i would work i was a nanny in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Just like, let me the balance. The lighter side of life. Yeah, yeah so I was I'm like, sure. this is how I'm figuring out. And like, balancing my happy with babies. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, if I blow on you, you think it's the funniest thing yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you worship me. <laughs> yeah. I have a snack. <laughs> yeah. You're in. But then I'd be like, go and do another job. Um, And then one day, I was like, I think I want to work in sex. And I told my mom, she said, oh, shit. What does that mean? And I was like, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'll come back. And she was like, I just. so again I was with my grandparents so they don't have like filters Mm -hmm. by this time they'd already had four kids they were old they were like
0: okay just what
2: do you need from us right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like I don't know yet
0: by the way, how supportive and wh- how awesome that you're able to go to your family members yeah. and be like this is what I'm I doing. I mean, they're
2: constantly like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but okay, well, do you have a business plan? Yes, I wrote one. Well, shit. Do you need any money? No, even better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this, they're just like, okay, what does that mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so like, What did that mean for you when you broke it? No. Hmm. I didn't know. No. I didn't know. I was like, "Sex. Sex seems fun. I'm a fan." And it was like something that never gets boring and is ever evolving. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's how
2: I brought it to, I brought it to, to her first. I like that. And she was like, <sighs> it's a lot of sighing and shaking her head, which she still does, <laughs> but it's like, okay, well, whatever. Um, and I went to like, i read and like tried to find all the people that were doing things. And I was like, this is a thing. I'm going to go to that. So my first big thing, I went to like sex geek summer camp and it was like, People were like, What are y'all fucking? And I was like, Well, uh, eh. <laughs> Sometimes. So there was a sex tent. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a sex dome. You could go if you want it, but <laughs> it's literally like education and like meeting people because educators are so far apart. And most of us are like making it up, doing it on our own, and then figuring you, it
0: out as you go. You literally. Yeah.
2: Like, people are like, How did, Oh my God, you're so amazing. How did you do this? I'm like, I made this up. <laughs> I struggle some days. You just don't see it because Instagram is curated, yes, to look like I'm living my best life all the time. Half the time I'm in my bed mm-hmm. with puppies mm. watching wrestling,
1: which sounds I was great. Say that's another
2: version of best life. Yeah, I was so. going to say
1: that's that's definitely I mean, a part it's of not it. the worst. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, and I figured I was like, oh, I don't necessarily need to separate my passion of actually supporting survivors and my background in mental health. And also, there's very few people that talk about the hard part everyone's like At orgasms the flip- dildos right. i'm like yes but what if you can't get there what about the other part what about the pre-party like what if you're like ah i want that but that scares the shit out of me and so then i popped in and from this whole background of work the awkward conversations are my favorite when people start cringing i'm like
1: let's go deeper
2: because i also did sex ed with adolescents and the, you say vulva they're like oh
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> everyone's pain pain and, like, <laughs> and
2: i'm like do you have it great we're gonna talk about which, it by the
0: way that so happens like I'm, I'm back in school right now and in college like someone in did a ceramics class with like a vulva looking object and everyone's like anytime anyone would make a comment and critique everyone's like
2: <laughs> and i was just oh, like change which oh is my fine god <laughs> when that happens i'm like okay let's laugh let's get into the awkward yeah,
1: get it out okay let's
2: get back yeah and they're like, vagina and a vulva There's two. I'm like, oh. Oh, gosh. Babies. Yeah, that's
1: the classic. They're so cute. <laughs> Precious. let's talk.
2: But the hard conversations make me happy. Like, uncomfortable spaces when growth happens. When you're comfortable, you're just like, oh, yeah, I know this. But when you're like, oh, what is this? What's happening? That's my favorite part, and that's when we we learn. Mm-hmm. Because again, everyone's like lubes and vibrators. I am drowning in lubes and vibrators <laughs> in my house. I just told my friend, I was like, "You want one? <laughs> I have I have a box <laughs> in <Boxes>. my closet. <laughs> uh-huh. Here, you're going in everyone's Christmas stockings this year. <laughs> yeah, seriously. People love me for like the secret stuff, like the secret gifts. They're like, "What'd you bring? And I'm like, "You know, I brought a dick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, people are like, "I want your gift. Which one is it?
1: <laughs> the secret Santa. You're just <laughs> white famous elephant parties. parties. Yeah, yes, sure. white
2: elephants. They love me. They're yeah. like. You brought something, didn't? You know? It's <laughs> like, yep. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's been a journey, and it's been evolving over time to like figure out like what my path was. I was like sex ed, great. I love working with youth, but also I'm like, it's switching to focusing
0: more on femmes of color. Mm. Um, which there's a desperate need for representation on the internet and all of the spheres. Yeah, spheres, and
2: also it's. The over-sexualization and it's like, ooh, you shooed a nipple. Ugh, band. But if it's a Caucasian pink nipple, everyone's like, well... Edgy.
0: It's art. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's a nipple, bitch. <laughs> like, nipples galore. They're all nipples. Or thonged photos of white waxed butts. Versus or or even just
2: cis male bodies. Sure. It's still a nipple. Anyone can also provide milk. We can we can lactate, and they're like, uh oh, no, yes, still nipple. Like yeah. it's literally all yeah. the same. Yep, yeah. it's just fatty tissues on my chest. You can also have fatty chest. Like it's the <laughs> same stuff. But figuring out, like, navigating as I've been doing this, it's like people don't want to talk about the hard stuff. But there's so many people that have been assaulted. Like even when I shared, when I finally told yeah, everyone, I was say, when did you finally? Um, a few years ago, like, yeah. How old were you? Uh, excuse me, how old was I?
0: <laughs> She's phoning a friend. <laughs> I'm phoning, phoning a friend. A friend.
2: <laughs> it was like a few years ago.
0: Okay, I just phoned my best friend.
2: Uh, it was a few years ago, Um, and it was like I wrote an article first. And so I okay. sent the article to my best friends first. Because it's like when crazy things happen in my life, I'm going to them first. Yeah. Okay, can I get my support system steady? Yeah, and then people. I went to my parents. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we need to have a talk. My dad was like, ah. I was like, no, seriously, we need to talk to her TV off. my mom, And he kept fucking around. I was like, turn, to t- give me the damn remote. <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, well, I'm ready. And I sat down and, like, of course, I just started sobbing. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, this is, oh, she's serious today. Okay. Because I, mm-hmm. my family is very sarcastic. That's how I learned how to survive. But, um, and I started talking. And my mom, who... I was with my grandparents, but I called them mom and dad. Yeah. she was like, you know, I knew something. I read something you wrote, and I was like, I didn't know that they read anything I've ever done. Oh geez, yeah. I was like, first of all, when'd you learn how to use Google? <laughs> yeah, first question, girl. <laughs> Second, I was like, what the hell is she reading? Yeah, I and I kind of I like, you're, you're going to through it. the. Book. And then I was like, I don't have time. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, and she was like, you read something, and it made me think. And her response was, I just hope you told me before I died. I was like, oh this bitch. Oh my. And then she shared a story of how she was almost raped and someone stopped it. So my dad is in his recliner spinning. (laughs) He's like, I ain't never heard. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did the typical response.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, why didn't you tell us? Yeah. Well, what you could have told us, did you feel you couldn't? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to respond to you as if I was working with you and you were anyone else. One it was hard enough for me to navigate, and I didn't want to put that pain upon anyone else mm. or that struggle for anyone else. But also, it's not about you. Yep. And my mom, my mom likes to curse. Um, profanity is her first language. <laughs> um, followed by country English. So <laughs> so she was like, look, God damn it. She is telling us down. she is strong and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... <laughs> such a mess you didn't got cussed out this is like supportive
1: (laughs) thanks mom and
2: dad yeah this is great and it was like one of those moments and they were like okay and then she was like i get it now like i she was like all your work makes sense more now Mm. and it was like oh finally everyone's like you don't just because my family's like you know you do that sex thing right i'm like what stop saying i do a sex thing nothing wrong with it but i don't do a sex thing (laughs) um and so that was like an exhale moment. Yeah. And then I've just been creating rant, whatever I felt like I needed. Again, all my work is really about me. Yes. <laughs> like I do Motivational Monday and I'm like, what do I need to be motivated here? <laughs> yeah. What do I need to hear on yeah. this Monday? People are like, oh, I just started doing self-care Thursday. I was like, what do I need to do better? People are like, oh my God, I needed grounding
0: techniques. I need this. Yes. And I'm like,
2: me too. Yeah. <laughs> So this is for us. Teaching is the best way to
0: learn, right?
2: It is. Absolutely.
0: It is. And it makes sense why you're doing what you're doing.
2: It is. Like, it's beautiful. And again, it's a privilege for people. And sometimes I'm like, let's talk about boundaries, y'all. Don't trauma dump on me. Mm -hmm. Don't just send me thousands of emails that start out real nice. And they're like, oh, my God, I love your work so much. Okay, let me tell you my story. And I'm like, nope. Nope. Thank you for trusting that I can hold this. But you need to make sure that I'm in the right headspace.
1: Of course.
2: Like, what if I'm out on a date and I'm like, let me check my email. Ugh. Yep. Or if I'm just at home trying to go to sleep. I don't, you know, like there's a right time and a place. Boundaries. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are my favorite. Boundaries and consent.
1: Ooh. BFFs.
0: Do you mind if I speak real quick? I just wanted to say um, to your dad talking about, like, why didn't you tell us? And I just wanted to speak to a second uh for for people who may not understand this concept i didn't at one point i had three friends in high school and college that were raped and none of them ended up reporting it or saying anything and at the first time it happened i was so angry mm-hmm. and i was just like what the fuck like we need to get we need to bring justice to this person like come on like do this for the other women you know all the, yeah and someone sat me down and told me someone close who had um also experienced sexual violence and said, look, this person's autonomy when they were violated was taken away from them. And what you need to do right now is give that person the autonomy to make the decision about how they're going to move forward with this. Mm -hmm. And that, them deciding not to say anything or do anything is their right and you need to respect that because in this time they need to feel like they have power over what's happening to them after it has been taken away from them yeah and i had never thought about it that way before and it really
2: i teach a class about it do you i do i have a class uh how to support a survivor i do it in person i also have it online oh do it yourself whenever your speed. Um, and I made it like $19 or something like that, just so it could uh-huh. be affordable for everyone. Yeah, Because that is a big question. Like, what if I know someone that's been assaulted? Fun fact, you probably do. There's no what if. Like it literally, yeah. if we look at the numbers, which they say one in, ugh, the numbers One in so four, skewed. one in three, something like it's that. It's one in three women, um, but that does not count race. Um, women, uh, that are not white women have a higher number of being sexually assaulted. Um, and it's like one in eight men, which also goes unreported. So the numbers are skewed. Um, and so, yeah, you probably know someone just like you probably know a sex worker. You know, it's real. These are real life things, but it's like, how do I respond when it happens? Or they tell me first, thank you for trusting me. Like literally thank you for for trusting me to hold this for you. And then what do you need? Don't start being like, okay, well, I saw an episode of Law & Order SVU, (laughs) and this is what Stabler did. No, that's a TV (sighs) show, which is great because the show exists, which Mm -hmm. also, like, motivated me, and I wanted to be a detective. Then I was like, your burnout rate is real. Um, But, like, listen to them. Like, and I always tell people when you're trying to support a survivor, listen to actually listen versus listening to respond. And that's also just like a life thing. A life tip. Yeah, seriously. Like, hey, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's not about you. But yeah, just listen to them and be okay with, I don't know what I need right now. Because a lot of times brains are spiraling and they don't know, but let them know when they do know that you're there to support them and they can check in with you because you are a safe space. Literally, so easy. Mm-hmm. Don't, okay, well, I saw and I heard and then this, but what you can do is go do your own research. There's a lot of research out there. There's a lot of information. Uh, rain is great. There's tons of stuff on rain. Find an educator that does the work. You can pay them. They've done it for you. I'm also still in school. Ugh, I've been in school my whole damn life. <laughs> um, again, even I, though you hate showing up for <laughs> it, so there's that. Online, I do it online. Oh, you know? see, that's the do hacks. it from bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I went to school to be a therapist, and then I was like, ah, y'all got a lot of rules. I don't want to be a therapist. So I have three three classes to be a therapist in a whole bunch of hours which in all my work I've done five times over. But I'm in school. I have two classes left uh for my masters in health psychology.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Because again, we hold trauma within our bodies and that can lead to other illnesses. And doing all of this, people are like, "No." Nah! And I'm like, "Yeah. A lot of like the things we hold in our bodies can like can become cancer can become yep. ulcers can become these things and people are like oh shit and so my going back to school was like how can I better help the people that keep showing up because they believe what I'm saying and I'm like cool cool how can I support you better I mean, it's a lot of money, you know, if you want to go back to school, <laughs> pray on it, <laughs> talk to people. <laughs> yeah. um, a financial counselor,
0: yeah. perhaps. Oh, oh
2: my Thank God. you, financial aid. <laughs> yeah. I feel I got, I got over a hundred grand in debt and I was like, oh my God, I feel so American. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so funny. We were literally just talking about this throughout last recording about, it, about yeah. college debt and like the Ooh. norm of being in debt.
2: But also, you don't have to go to school. Yep, yeah,
1: we were, yeah, exactly that. we're yeah. like exactly what we talking about.
2: Like for certain things, yes. If you're a doctor, please take yeah. that ass If you're a surgeon, <laughs> to all of thine classes take notes. <laughs> if you're, you're going to operate class, on
1: my body, please. Do you're going to tell me how this. to do
2: certain movements, <laughs> yes. physical therapy, all these. Please pay attention. <laughs> <Take laughs> attention <to> every class. <laughs> but like a lot of us that do sexual education haven't done formal like, education because yeah. it also doesn't exist. Right. And they're like, well, what are your credentials?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> a lot That's of people are like, insane, ah.
0: right? That, 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 yeah.
2: a lot of it doesn't exist. But there's a lot of certification programs. People are like, what certification program do you go to? And I was like, uh, my bachelor's in psychology, uh, this master's, yeah, sure. uh, all of my <laughs> uh, grad school classes overall. But also, like, I go to seminars, I go to trainings, I reach out to other people that have been in this field a long time mm-hmm. and, like, navigate that way. But a lot of it is like also common sense. Sure. Like if you really think That's about it. That's not so it, common. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when I elevate um, with marijuana on occasions, uh, I get to be like, oh, this shit is made up. Like literally all this shit is made up. Someone made this up one day and was like, we're going to run with this. And then other people like, OK, sounds good. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it all comes from somewhere. And so if you make it make sense, I'm not make saying
0: Make your just, own shit up.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel it. I'm like, mm, that makes sense. I'm going to continue <laughs> using that. Like, people are like, well, how'd you get here? I'm like, trial and error. And they're like, but I'm like, trial and error. I made something up. It didn't work. I tried it a different way. And I understood it better. And, like, I went back and I read more things. And then I curated it to it made sense. Like, when I teach, like, people often are talking down to you or talking at you yes I like to talk to people so if I'm teaching if I'm doing college speaking engagements which you can book me thank you um <laughs> I'm not I'm on the stage but I'm I'm sitting on the stage or I'm walking
0: yeah because the way that our the structure of the classroom even set up is set up is authority and yeah. those under authority even mm-hmm. from the position of height to the orientation mm-hmm. of the room everything is redirected to the, i know uh, everything. the authority and the yeah. knowledge with the capital k
2: but also we should have our own authority like we also have knowledge that is very valuable
0: with like, our experiences yeah. alone
2: i always tell people like i'm here to tell you things that i've learned but i'm also here to learn from you sure and like let me get to your level because i don't want people to feel like I know everything. I don't. I start off like, hey, so I don't know everything. I don't speak for all queer black women. Um, I can tell you about, excuse me, the people in my life and the conversations we've had. I can tell you about my experience. And I can tell you things I've read.
0: You know what you said in, in uh, you talked about trial and error and like this doesn't work. So this is, in that though, which is a huge thing is your, acceptance of the possibility of being wrong and you're you being comfortable with saying shit that might be wrong or doing shit that might be wrong and then figuring it out from there which is really hard for some people
2: it is yeah accountability sucks like people are allergic to it but it it is like i'm gonna fuck up yeah we all fuck up yep. like no one is perfect when people are like oh and i'm like stop trying to burn everyone down did they make a mistake yes do they and now if you make a mistake and you're like sticking to it that's the problem (laughs) yeah if you're like how do i get better like how do i evolve like what can i do then we can have a conversation if you're like doubling down i'm like oh well you can suck a dick you don't enjoy
0: accountability Mm -hmm. and like canceling are two different things cancel culture is so hot right now it's like the new cool yeah yeah but also accountability is not council cult cancel culture at the same time No. no
1: no
2: But people are like, that seems like work. We're just going to say you don't exist anymore. Sure. Or they'll say it for like a minute. And they'll be like,
1: "Mm,
2: they got a new album.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But I still enjoy their
0: content. So (sighs) that's something I struggle with so hard on my own. I'm like, do I just. Yep. That's a whole other conversation. It's
1: It's,
2: I mean, just being in general is really hard.
0: Well, and also it's just sometimes, you know, you're like, I want to enjoy my life and I want to like watch their movie or listen to their music. And like, am I a bad person? person or a bad whatever because I'm even though I don't it's just that's a whole other conversation for another time but it's it's a struggle yeah I mean it's
2: just hard navigating just being and then if you have trauma, which again, I personally don't believe that anyone has gone through life unscathed from any type of trauma. People are like, I'm fine. I'm like,
1: oh, you know, therapy we yeah. <laughs> help you find a therapist. I'll help you. You got some processing I know. to do. As soon as someone says like, no, I'm actually totally good. I'm like, oh, okay. So nothing. So, I'm, I'm terrified of <laughs> like, you. So, so, it so, so, there's, so you mean there's a lot <laughs> is what you're saying. Like, People let's like, have no, a conversation. No, I'm great. I'm like, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, you know, when you're ready. Yeah. That was one of the most beautiful, like, defining moments in my life was when I re- when I realized, like, everyone has a different level of trauma or different type shit. of trauma that they've gone through. And, like, how can I look at somebody and dictate to them how they should respond mm-hmm. when they have a completely different backstory than me and a completely different set of trauma that they've dealt with? And we're all just trying, speaking different languages, trying to understand each other. And, like, yeah.
0: And just because somebody else has experienced worse trauma doesn't mean that yours is invalid and that it's not traumatic for you trauma
1: yeah because trauma is trauma we have to pause for one moment uh we've been talking a lot about people with uteruses and these uteruses need some tlc okay if we care about the ingredients and the food we eat and the beauty products that we use why shouldn't the same be true of our uterine care products well We have a company that we can ensure you that does, and it's Lola. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their uterine care products, so most of them do not but Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, their pads, their liners and wipes. Um, They are so transparent and they're also 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals or cleansing agents or dyes. And let's also chat about the fact that their aesthetic is on point. I know personally I enjoy carrying around a little see-through backpack every once in a while and I'm not a fan of that neon weird color and patterns on my old tampons. Um, Didn't give me the look that I wanted. Also, uh, to have you and care products in my bathroom for my guests is a must. And the old products I used didn't vibe with my bathroom colors, you know, wasn't so much what I wanted visually. But uh, Lola's products are so cute and sleek and simple and modern and perfection. You might as well decorate your whole house with them. I love them. For 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter CHATTY. Thirty when you subscribe. That's 30% off your first month subscription by by visiting mylola.com and entering chatty30. That's chatty30 when you subscribe. You know what else I like to take care of? My feet. I desire that they be enveloped in something cozy and comfy, but also aesthetically pleasing. But where would I get that? Oh, well. What about the company that completely changed the reputation of socks? They took this piece of apparel no one cared about and made them something people can't stop talking about. And they're now the go-to gift for people who really want to make someone happy during the holidays. It's Stance Baby! I remember the first time I put on a pair of Stance socks. It was like finally. The home my feet always deserved. They are so comfy and high quality. So high quality in fact they're the official on-field sock of the MLB. And on top of all that they have so many fun designs and cool collaborations like their nba and mlb collections star wars the office elf stepbrothers metallica pulp fiction and so many more um i don't know if you're like me but i find holiday shopping truly painful but stance is a great go-to gift for so many people in your life everyone loves stance socks and with all their designs they truly have something for everyone you can get a pair for your dad your brother your niece your nephew your mom your neighbor your tax attorney i don't know and i don't care who you give them to because I know whoever you give them to will love them. This brand not only feels good on your feet, it also makes your heart feel good too. From their annual support of Socks for Heroes, which sends fresh socks to deployed military that badly need them, to collabs that they've raised money for clean water initiatives in Africa, to California wildfire victims, to breast cancer awareness, and their annual sponsorship of the World Adaptive Surf Championship. It's awesome to see how much Stance always gives back. And our listeners get a free pair of socks Socks with their next order. All you have to do is go to stance.com slash chatty. That's stance.com slash chatty. I can't think of a better gift to give or get this holiday than Stance Socks. Take that guesswork out of holiday shopping. Stance makes gifting easy and everyone will be happy. Stance.com slash chatty for all your holiday needs and free socks with purchase. Can we talk about um, consent and also just the idea of when we're talking about um sexual assault I'm I'm, when we're you're saying that so many of it or so many um incidences are because of or uh, revolved around people that know each other Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners including myself um have gone through situations where they don't consider what happened to be assault Mm -hmm. because it was someone that they knew or were dating Mm -hmm. or you know married
0: to even yeah. married to, Married yeah. too. Yeah.
1: Rings do not count for consent. Yeah. That's you...
0: also a reminder. Ooh. Yeah.
2: You felt that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because people are like, well, we're married. Uh-huh. Well just
0: thinking about this the, the Cr- paper. Thinking about the Christian church, like um, your your body is mine and my body is yours. Like, um, no.
2: No, mine is mine and yours is yours. Mm-hmm. We can share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give you a little sample. <laughs> but no. But if talking about what consent and like being in relationships, it, it's hard, right? Because a lot of us are like, well, was it, or did I, yeah, sure. because again, we often gaslight ourselves. We will talk ourselves out of things. If it possibly puts us in like an uncomfortable space and having people around you and people are like, well, don't you know them?
1: Mm.
2: Well, are you sure that's what happened? Cause then other people add to your gaslighting. It's like a circle of fuckery. Um, but even, like, again, with marriage, when you're talking about that, no is no. Like, even, silence is not a yes. Nope. Yes is yes. Fuck yes is yes. You know what? I'm into this. That could be a yes. But also, with consent, you are allowed to opt in and opt out at any time. Yep. You are also allowed to change the levels of it at any time. And again, that's why I would say boundaries and consent are, like, BFFs. Mm. Because I'm like... Yesterday I liked that thing you did near my butt. Today I'm I'm good. Keep it away from me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Maybe ask again later. Because it can evolve and change. But what doesn't change is no. Mm-hmm. No doesn't
0: change. Even if it's a yes then a no.
2: Even if someone's like this is how I like to play. No. Okay, well let's let's have a conversation of what this means. Yeah. Like people are scared to have conversations because it may not be what they want. Cool conversations are scary uh confrontations are scary but it's also scary to lose your own autonomy and be in a situation that you feel like you're not in control
1: very scary it's it's just so wild because of especially you know beck and i have both talked about the fact that we are we were raised in uh Christian Holmes, and obviously, hi, Cal Baptist (laughs) alumni friend, um, that there is such a level of obligation Mm -hmm. that so many femmes feel. And it's like you're told kind of that, especially in a relationship, you owe this to somebody. So just having gone through processing just recently where you're like, and so many things have been then flooding. I know personally in my brain going, Oh my God, how many times did I, was I in a situation when I was like casually dating someone or whatever, that it was a no. And it was, I did not Mm -hmm. give consent and it just happened. And it just happened because I felt the obligation and I felt the pressure and said, well, we're, we're date, we're kind of dating each other. So like, I mean, I, it's not, It's not assault, right? It can't be.
0: Yeah. And I just want to add in even just like outside of the religious communities, I know it's very dominant there, but our whole, all of our sexual culture says, um, says that this is what you, uh, and and this is what you owe, even not even sexually, but how you owe men and people to even present your body,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, and this is, yeah, this is what you owe. And and even the way just thinking of how a lot of men speak about sex and, you know, blue balls and, well, we talked about doing this and all that kind of stuff. It happens all the time. You have a hand, right? Yeah. You can take good. You've
2: been masturbating you're by fine. yourself for quite some time, right? Before you met me. Yeah.
1: Pretty sure you've done that plenty. I believe so you I'm didn't sure have sex for fine. 15 or 16 <laughs> yeah. years of your life. So First, you're a pro with yeah. left-right lube. Yeah, exactly. Great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's scary, and it's scary because we, I've been in these situations multiple times, and you're like, oh, okay, well, if I don't, then. And they'll break up with me, and then this, and then and then it's like right, they're going to talk to
0: their friends, they're gonna tell their friends, yeah. and
2: then they're going to lie and say I did it anyway. So then I might as well just do it. Mm-hmm. But then oh, I'm uncomfortable, or and- even just like
0: I like him, and I like I want him to keep like like mm-hmm. you know, because I have a lot of men when I have this conversation with them, they're like, well, like did you feel like there was a threat of violence? And I'm like, no, you just can't. You don't understand. And you're like, yes, also a little bit always. I mean, also a little bit always. Just ex- uh, Yeah, existing. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. But. It's, it's something that sometimes is difficult to describe to someone that maybe hasn't ever, ever experienced that. And it's something that m- most women have.
2: Mm-hmm. Most femmes, just in general. Yeah. It's just like our bodies are looked at as like a space of consumption at all times. Like, oh, look, is that a bikini? You wear that for me? No, bitch, I wear this for mm-hmm. me because yeah. I finally feel comfortable in it. And now you ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks. I'm Thank you. Now. Or you're just walking down the street like I've been catcalled. And I'm like, I just was trying to get some ice cream. Mind it's hot. Business. Mind your business. I'm trying to mind mine. But it's like people make it so uncomfortable. But then I go back and forth and I'm like, is this how people have just been created and curated? Right? Like masculinity is bullshit. Like the the way that people are brought up is bullshit. Like you're supposed to take it from them. If they say no, that means yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, if you're taught that, like, how do you when do you know to unlearn that if you don't have good people in your life or good people in your space that yeah. are like, that's awful. And if you're constantly in locker rooms and you are going trying to like one up each other and and like continue to gaslight and like that abuse in there, like it's also abusive in there of why aren't you doing this? Oh, you're a pussy. Yeah. Yeah also pussies are strong so let's stop making it (laughs) a yeah please oh my god (sighs) but it's there's so much like toxic masculinity is real Mm -hmm. it's real and so it's like how do we continue to do better and i'm tired of people like trying to teach women how to not get raped how about go take a self-defense class oh my god i am so fucking tired of like
1: well, what? I'm like, okay. maybe I don't want to learn Krav Maga, <laughs>
2: honestly. <laughs> I
1: don't feel like it. I just want to go down the street,
2: and
0: I like to walk outside, but I don't feel safe walking outside. Well, you know, mm-hmm. women with ponytails get assaulted more because they can oh pull on God. your... Oh, po- my I was like... Just
2: Yeah. Well, how about we teach people because again, and I say people because anyone can be an assaulter, any gender, any, however you mm -hmm, identify, mm -hmm. you can be an assaulter. How about we teach people not to be shitty humans? How about we teach people what consent and boundaries are? How do we teach people to listen? How do we teach people to also self-soothe so you don't feel like you need other people to take care of yourself? How do we teach people? When I say comprehensive sexual educator, it's because I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about. What are your feelings when you're going through these changes? Like, what is your thought process? Let's teach you communication skills. People are always like, oh, you talk about that? I have a sex after trauma class. And they get in and they're like, woo. And I'm like, oh my God, welcome. So we're going to go ahead and talk about sex about this much. Let's talk about boundaries and verbiage and how to say yes and no. And people are like, what the? Oh I needed this Hold on like, yeah. You tricked us And I was like <laughs> You just didn't read all of it <laughs> But it's true Like we need to learn All of these skills And why the fuck Aren't we taught this in school I'm taught about some Old ass history That y'all lied about anyway
1: <laughs> oh, No for real It's like, just
0: Watching some scary things. ass Birth video <laughs> that yeah. That's gonna like Scar people And that's the, But that's the goal
1: Right Because Scare abstinence you of Yeah of course
0: Because we all You
2: know clearly Abstinence works it does. If that's what you want. Right. But also teach people because most people are going to fornicate at some point. I love the word fornicate. Uh, my <laughs> friends are always like, stop it.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> Never.
2: Never. I love it. But like people are going to fornicate at some point.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Teenagers and
0: kids are having sex younger. And also safe sex goes beyond condoms and birth control.
2: Again, talking, communication. And sex should be pleasurable. Why aren't we talking about pleasurable things so everyone's happy and teaching them about lube so no one gets goddamn injuries <laughs> and birth control and, like, how to be comfortable with their own bodies? But no one wants to talk about that stuff. So,
1: you know. Yeah, it is pretty wild. Like, just the idea of, like, thinking about, I don't know. Did you have sex ed classes sure. at your school? Yeah. I didn't. I went through I sex didn't have ed any a few at all. times. Where'd you go? Zero. That sounds illegal. That is illegal. Did you go to like a private school or a Christian? uh, They do what they want. They do what they want. No, no, you're still, you're still mandated by curriculum. No, I can tell you this right now.
0: It's an option. Well, the parents can opt out, but it's, isn't it? It's a curriculum standard. It's an
1: option.
2: It's, it is a California law, but who is checking for it to be actually. So basically at
1: my school, they said we have, we offer a sex ed class. And if you'd like to go during whatever period you may now. I was like, I'm interested, but the quote on, the only people who actually went were quote unquote, the sluts. This oh. is how, how they all it was fucking labeled. Because shame is real. Exactly. And so it's like, if you show you up in it. that class, that must mean that you're all over the place. You should have been like, I'm trying shamed. to please
0: my husband <laughs> exactly. and our bond between the Lord. That's why I'm going to this class.
1: Obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
0: trying to get prepared for what you're pushing me to how
2: about that
1: but it's but it's just was so crazy so it's like there were a few people maybe a handful of people ended up going into this sex education class and i remember like asking one of the girls afterwards who was you know, just bold, and I was just God. I wanted to be more like her, and she just went in and was like, "Yeah, I want to know." So she went in, and she came back and told me, and it was yeah, it was just a whole fright fest. Like this is horrifying. Yeah, sex ed
0: is bullshit. By the and way, it was, and in, not even, when I teach it, it's fun. It's, yeah. even <laughs> if it's not frightening, it's just not informative. Like no. that was my experience in school. It was just like not. It was just like it's here's like how you put, Girls. Here's how you put on a con. This is like what I experienced. Here's how you put on a condom. Like, and and they don't even talk about like. If you're going to talk about sex clinically and boringly, at least talk, <laughs> tell women about what time of the month they can get pregnant and why they fucking have their period. Right. You know the amount of women I knew at 17 or 18 that thought you get pregnant on your period? Like, and don't, didn't mm. even, uh, we're never taught the concept of ovulation or why, or the or let's talk about how there's four stages and there's the follicular phase and the ovulatory st- phase. And like, we're not taught, if we're going to, no. if we're, we're not even getting clinical. They don't want us to know too much about our body. Bodies, no,
1: no and and the uh the private school that i went to they didn't even talk to you about putting a condom how to put a condom on and i want was, you to use
2: one because exactly. you're not gonna do it
1: it was literally like you you wrote you filled in the abstinence the p- thing the afterwards contract. the purity contract afterwards you did a purity contract oh absolutely oh yeah me too
0: got, got a okay. purity ring Yes. And I am I still where wearing... <laughs> I
1: still have The next season... yes, we have
2: daughters. Don't ask about The that, next okay? season of Trauma Queen is The Trauma and Religion. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh. We won't be till 2020, but I'm gonna call y'all. Yeah. <laughs> hey y'all. do a podcast experts? <laughs> wow. We yeah. know
1: all about abstinence and yes. religious drama mm-hmm. with your babies. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. oh my god, babies! Yeah. yeah, I'm
0: calling y'all. Great, yeah. <laughs> great. See you in 2020. Yeah. Anal? So you're still a virgin expert? Uh, you know, oh, yes. all that Have shit. you seen
2: that song uh, with Holland Oates where they're talking about anal? What? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you better YouTube. We're gonna YouTube it before I leave. Wait, it's it's. I don't know. It's someone showed it to me, and it's like these two women, and you're like, oh, and it's basically about how like you're saving your virginity if you do it in the
1: butt. No wait, no wait. <laughs> a Holland Oates song no it's what like a book. A re- it's like a remake yeah oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah no no no
2: no 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 it's
1: definitely the Holod 2000s Oates, you're like you ab- know about that Hall <laughs>
2: song i'm like what is the this fuck? a remix no i'm gonna show you before we leave because okay. the first time i saw it i was like <laughs> oh that's this is uh, the best thing i've ever seen exactly and hilarious. it's literally just about like i'm still a virgin but yeah I'm going my butt. also no lube because then i didn't pre-think about it like no no don't put oh things about that oh my god
1: oh my god Oh no, we we have had the conversation. Like your face is not moved. No, <laughs> it's okay?
0: horrifying. Just thinking about like anal without lube, right? Oh, not self lubricating, like vaginas no.
2: and you know, even those sometimes are not always. Lube. Yes, right? I say lube all the time. Water based lubes are great mm-hmm. because vaginas aren't faucets; they don't always stay flowing. You know. Yep,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yep, especially post baby for me. Post-baby, uh-uh. post-trauma. Is, yeah,
2: It's real. I'm working on a workbook right now because I'm... Uh, as I told you when I walked in, I'm overwhelmed. I have a workbook coming out this week um, about body trauma. Okay. So it's domestic violence, sexual assault, and I it was miscarriages, but I changed it to medical trauma.
0: Mm, yes. Because
2: of different coverances of, like, how it sits in your body. And, like, that happens. I actually just taught a class also... Um, sex and sobriety class i'm working with a sobriety college and it's like i'm sober and my body is different i feel like i'm not as lubricated i'm like bodies also change and evolve yes shit happens
0: remember you were 20
2: change yeah Mm -hmm. i'm in my 30s now she doesn't do the same thing that she used to do you know (laughs) Mm -mm. like and that's a part of it like we change we evolve and there's nothing wrong with using lube i guarantee you're gonna have a better time
1: Yeah. yeah regardless yeah. we've t- we've talked before about how there's just such a strange like lube shaming
0: oh yeah like you're not wet enough on your own mm-hmm. so like there's something wrong mm-hmm. with that
1: and or- i remember i didn't lose use lube for so long because of that and then the first time i tried it i was like fuck everyone who <laughs> ever said that because yeah, you're like i am actually <laughs> you're like this i'm enjoying so much
0: oh yeah the pressure to be wet when oh you- my god then i'm now like, i dried up now yeah. i'm the Sahara.
2: now what, are you, what would you like to do <laughs> Just like
0: when a guy says like are you gonna come
1: (laughs) or like have you did you come did Did you you do it (sighs) just like oh my god yeah i guess
0: that's that's not just men but that's no but don't ask people don't
2: ask did you do it yet Mm -mm. i did we know you did (laughs) i heard you great i'm aware you can yeah. support
1: me still. Yeah. I'm so, hey, still yeah. here. Support me like that. <laughs> Gosh. You were howling. I, I don't need to. I'm great. Whatever.
0: You spoke for a second about medical trauma, which is also mm-hmm. so interesting. And that's something that I, I was only recently started, began to be educated on. And like, you know, even like when you're pregnant or about to give birth, your doctor should be asking before they check your cervix. Yeah someone cannot just their hand put in your their body. it doesn't matter if they're your fucking doctor no they need your consent before they touch you before they make a medical decision for you you always yeah. have the right to autonomy over your body it doesn't matter if you're giving birth having a pap smear whatever the fuck that is your body and you make the rules always mm-hmm.
1: there's always. so many
2: stories of women being like I woke up and someone's hand was inside of me and while I'm at the hospital or they cut me where I did not want to be cut or they gave me a C-section and they didn't have to but they decided to like that is body trauma. Mm. Miscarriages are body trauma. That things happen, and a lot of times, not all the time, miscarriages can happen because of domestic violence or sexual assault. So that's why I put them all together. Um, actually, my therapist was like, "What about we say medical trauma?" And I was like, "You know what? Love that.
1: I love yes, that. Girl, this is girl, why I pay you." you. Yeah. I was like, "I'll see you in two weeks." I'm thinking when you're talking about the medical trauma and and, and the dynamic of like someone having their hand inside you and you not, yeah. Um, what about? like chill like small children Mm -hmm. what about consent in that way and medically i'm thinking about like when i've taken my daughter and she has to like you know they think that she has a uti and they're checking like all around her and and how do you handle that with like a small child i think that's the tricky part because
2: babies can't consent to things yeah um and i think as a a parent that's when you have to step in because Mm -hmm. technically we're not allowed to give consent until we are over the age of eighteen, which I'm like, bullshit, bullshit, That's great. right, but a toddler and a baby, yeah, like you you are now that person that has to advocate for them. Mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it's not about them not being able to. It's maybe them not having the verbiage to do it, and you checking in and be like, "Okay, so this is what's going to happen. like are you okay?" and like having a conversation so at least they know it's coming,
1: right
0: right yeah and same when you're doing that yourself too so when you're changing a diaper or like washing during bath time now I, I i i've actually seen a lot of conversation about this on the internet with different instagrams i follow and all that and i have heard people say you know like you should be asking for your consent even when you change a child's diaper which like you know you got a two, if you've ever had a two-year-old you're like may i change your diaper and they're like no, no they'll literally okay. throw their well, shit at you <laughs> I was say, that, change it now that, that may not always be realistic (laughs) but i think even like as as early as you can i've been trying to do this with my daughter make eye contact with them and say Mm -hmm. i'm going hey i'm going to touch you know i'm going to touch you right now and change your diaper and like instead of it just being this subconscious thing where you're in a rush and you're just like doing it and touching them and all of that like make a conscious effort to like connect with your child and like establish that kind of like trust
2: i think that's that's the best thing like people act like kids don't know what's going on. Like in there's actually, I was listening to a podcast and my friend and I were talking about this. The good thing is most of my friends are therapists. So I'm like, yes. Um, But we (laughs) were talking about how kids and there's different conversations right now, how kids are still so the most connected. Like they still just because they may not have verbiage, just like trauma, they still know what's going on. They still feel it and they remember it. Ask them like they're still humans They still have, like, an idea. They still have thoughts. Again, we were talking about, like, little kids. (sighs) Sometimes (laughs) talking to my goddaughter, I'm like, you are smarter than both your uncles combined. (laughs) You are five. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. Because they know. And they're also so pure that the world hasn't destroyed them yet. That's why I love little kids so much. I'm like, look at you. Little kids and... Elder people, zero fucks on both ends. Yeah, oh, I love. <laughs> just, they're just like, I what's love- a filter? <laughs> I hate your face.
1: Okay. Yeah. um can we talk about this (laughs) can you explain to me why (laughs) um yeah no it is crazy how tuned in they are though i know my daughter and this was maybe like a year ago she was just like barely three she was at daycare and she normally like she'll chat with me when she gets home about you know whatever but she had the awareness that as a three-year-old she was in a situation where she was at her daycare and there was it's typically like all um women who worked there and there was a man who just started working there and he changed her diaper Mm -hmm. because they didn't have they typically would have the women do it but they were like short a few hands and she came home and she told me really and she goes mommy mr such and such changed my diaper and i was like and i'm asking her i'm like okay how did you feel and she was like i didn't like it And so then it's like, okay, so I'm just go and just to be able to know like, okay, this is something that my daughter's aware of already and aware to tell you aware to tell me, which is and that's, I, you know, you you try to be like, okay, ask her questions constantly. (laughs) She's a a big like talker, but aware of enough. You can go to the school and be like, Hey, don't want to cause a stink over here, but my daughter is not comfortable with this. And I'm not comfortable with that because she is not comfortable with that. So that's just not you gonna happen anymore. Her. Right. And I also said I'm also sure that this is maybe something that I would talk to the other parents about as well. Because this isn't something that necessarily all the parents know that's happening and that I'm sure some of them would not be comfortable with. So you're gonna have to email all of them. Yeah. And ask.
2: But it's like if they're comfortable having
1: conversations with yeah. your kids. Right.
2: Um is the best thing. Like I, again, I, I teach adolescents sometimes. Sometimes I'll do like private schools. I will do, Hey, we got 20 kids together. Will you come teach them? Sure. will. it's in the living room. Great. I love <laughs> living rooms. Like I've taught in the most interesting spaces, but it's like asking kids and allowing them to mm. have that conversation. But also having the conversation with your kids is building a relationship. When people are like, yeah, I'm not going to ask him. I'm not going to, I'm just going to let it happen maybe they'll never tell you because they may not feel safe enough to tell you. Yeah. So even being like, okay, letting the conversation happen versus, okay, well what? And being aggressive, they're going to shut down. Right. Right. Little kids have anxiety just like our older asses. (laughs) I'm like, anxiety is something that I also think most people have different levels of it, but it's real. But like having these conversations younger allows them to feel like they can trust you with the bigger things. When they're like, okay, so mom, I think I'm ready to have sex. Okay, let's talk about it now. Thank (laughs) you for coming to me versus, no, you're not. We're not going to have this conversation. They're going to do it anyway. They just told you they're ready to do these type of things. You shutting them down, maybe you'll have a granddaughter next year. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A grandbaby. I don't know. But having the conversations, again, allows for the trust.
0: Which, by the way, you have to trust your child enough to that they can handle it at a probably an earlier age than you think and especially I talk, now with yeah, social media with yes. the interwebs oh yeah and i talked about this on instagram a couple months ago but i really think it's important like we do not give kids enough credit mm-hmm. for and because anything we, because we are projecting our internalized bullshit about sex onto our kids Mm -hmm. and so when we're saying that a like a four-year-old isn't old enough to to talk about like birth or like how a baby is conceived we are projecting shame internalized discomfort all this kind of stuff onto the kid and the kid doesn't have that until you give that to them no my goddaughter her little cute self
2: is a humper (laughs) <laughs> okay and relate she, i relate she, we finally gave her verbiage and she was like oh no i like this you like to hump Mm-hmm. okay great and also if you don't feel comfortable having the conversation find someone in your life that you trust to have the conversation apparently it's me um and so i get all the, tell yes, her what you did go yes, ahead talk to her and i'm yes. like what happened you got naked in the backyard and start touching yourself okay great so you're the same auntie by the way I I am, I i'm congrats. like what if we did that in our room. Her old, this was her older sister. She was like, uh, ah, okay. Never happened again. So this one was like, I like to hump everything wherever. I'm like, we're watching a movie. This is not the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, we were in her older sister's room, the one that used to get make in the backyard. Um, and she was like, Luna, can you just like not do this in my room? And she's like, why not? <laughs> I'm like, okay i in. I was like well she, you know she just doesn't want that to happen in here you have a room if that's is that what you want to do right now yes i said first of all don't get an attitude okay i will, I will fight you i'm like why don't you just go to your room and do it Ugh, fine went to her room came back and was like i'm done I was like, great did you enjoy yourself great and also your sister just doesn't want that in her space you have a space you have the bathroom Mm-hmm. but like we normalize it and it's like it's something you like to do it's pleasurable i get it me too right and i too like a good hump every now and again but not shaming her is going to allow
0: her to have conversations with us mm-hmm. later and also having that conversation gives her is a model for her so if someone's doing something in her space or in her presence she doesn't want or feel comfortable oh, with. and she, she will has the right
1: <laughs> to be like
0: will. no go mm-hmm. which is
2: like Having conversations, just I don't care how old they are. Mm -hmm. Like, if they can say words to you, say some words back. Like, having actual conversations with children is how they learn words anyway. Mm -hmm. Instead of gaga, goo goo, we never did that. I'd be like, hey, little girl, come here. Yes. She's two. Uh huh. She looked at me. We're here. We're now talking. We're now engaging. Like, no, you don't walk out the gate and like,
0: five year old, so let's talk about penis and vaginas, but also, you can. Sure. Right. In fact, it's actually been shown that if you teach children the proper names for their genitals, then if some, God forbid, sort of sexual assault happens, they will be able to describe. So someone was saying that their, their child refers to everything as their butt. Nope. No, but here's the thing. If someone says you touched my butt, Mm -mm. what is it? Is it dad brushing, like brushing you along to get in the car and touches Mm -hmm. your butt? Mm -hmm. Or is it someone touching Mm -hmm. your vulva? or your private, you know, or like people like, we'll call it a cookie. No, No, my best friend was like
2: adamant. She was like, everyone else in the family's mad. She was like, we're not teaching cookies in here. I need to teach them. If someone touches your vagina inside or your vulva, I need to know who to fight. Yeah. Not if they took your cookies. Oh no, we
1: had, we got into, (laughs) my family and I kind of got into an altercation (laughs) verbally the other day because my little one was just kind of like, my vagina hurts, you know, whatever. And she said something and, and, and my mom was like, did she just say vagina? And I'm like, well, yes, because That's what she it is her vagina. And she, my mom, was just all like, "You should just tell her to call it her privates." Da 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 da. And I said, "I'm going to tell you something, mom." You raised me calling them my privates, and there's something, at least for me, that felt shameful about that mm-hmm. because sure. it was private. Yeah. It's for no one but. Yeah, exactly. I can't even speak it. It's like Voldemort. Like you can't say <laughs> it. You know. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm. She will be calling it vulva, vagina. That's what she's gonna call it. And my mom's like, How are the parents at school? If she says it, because you know she's been running around talking about it lately. My right? Vagina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure and, I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Swimming well, that. I'm like, that's the <laughs> other parents. Shit to deal with if that's there this is my kid like i'm sorry but it's it's real the kickback is real i mean some it's people a don't. good thing yeah. for
0: for all my parents some of the sex shit i went through thankfully my mom like with my brother it was like scrotum penis anus like and that makes people uncomfortable but it is a good thing mm-hmm. and and knowing your parts gives you power there's adults again we were talking about this adults don't know the difference
2: between a vulva and a vagina yeah they're like i got a what do you know where your clitoris is no okay like and it's so not many. their fault yeah
1: no or
0: Ignorance your perineum real. like do people know where the perineum is I do
1: <laughs> i mean i do but it took a while probably yeah, since I,
0: birth until like pregnancy. i mean talk
1: about it yeah it was it was a google fest i remember when i got my first laptop and i was like ah I'm but discovering also, like,
2: everything. I, I also talk about oftentimes, just with all, all the things in the world, like are we still choosing ignorance? Mm-hmm. Because we have so many options to research. That's what I tell people all the time. My Google is free like your Google. Yep. So you have no excuse. Yeah. Like if you're like, what is this? I'm going to ask. No, no, no. You're going to ask Google? Don't <laughs> ask me necessarily. Right. Unless Try Google Unless first. here's
0: my PayPal. Yeah. Here's,
2: <laughs> okay, here is my fee let's talk but it's true yeah it is true can you talk
0: about that for a second because i know people get upset when when people educators ask for compensation on their time let's listen let me get comfy (laughs) (laughs) i have a whole rant please preach please preach i want to hear i want
2: to hear um people are like well i i had to go off one day stretch my fingers Got my laptop out through my phone. Got my laptop out and got on <laughs> oh, the <shit>. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm, people are constantly like, well, I don't understand why well, you don't do this work for free. And I was like, what was the first part of that? Work. Mm-hmm. I have been in school. We just talked about $100,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. That ain't free. All the education and the footwork that I've done to know all these things, none of that was free. My time's not free, learning that. The books weren't free those professors that maybe half-assed
0: it they also weren't free like why not or even if you haven't taken school your time spent researching on the computer your time spent processing through your own experiences it wasn't free no the stress the anxiety my therapist
2: ain't free (laughs) like none of this is free so why do you just assume right it's a hard thing and you showing up and being like I get it all the time in my DMs. I also, fun fact, I don't run my Instagram all the time. Sometimes I'll check my DMs and all the stories I post. Everything else I don't do because it's so much. Yeah. Um, but you should pay people. Like you go to drive throughs you go get massages, you do all these things. You pay to go to the doctors. You don't just call
0: up a doctor like, hey, I got some questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why just don't you check do a- this
1: out? <laughs> you answer right. this for like frank, you're please. doing a
0: good work. Why not just share it with everyone mm-hmm. without. Without nothing requiring, is free. P- let's yeah. be
2: realistic. Even if it's not financial comp- compensation, mm-hmm. nothing is free. Mm-hmm. And people do get upset. I have been into verbal altercations. You said yes. yes. <laughs> uh, vulgar, <laughs> verbal altercations with individuals are like, well, I think you should do it for free. And I'm like, that is so great that you think that mm-hmm. that is an opinion of your own. If
0: you feel called to that, why don't you do it for free? And you can put in the work and time and energy and effort that I do. People also
2: be like, well, I feel like you're abusing this. Abusing what? Abusing my knowledge? Abusing that I'm actually one of the people that can do the work? Because there's people that say, I do these things, but when it comes down to it, you can't hold the space for other people or yourself. So pay people for the work that they're doing. It's not hard. You pay for bullshit all the time. Trust me, you go into a Target, (laughs) I guarantee (laughs) you're gonna walk out of there like shit. I'm going to use it one day. Yeah, exactly. You do that often. Don't You're don't you? oh,
1: a pile.
0: And, um, and you know what? It's, it's like you pay for, you may be paying for convenience because people maybe could access the information mm-hmm. elsewhere, but they don't want to figure it out. Just like I could look up songs on YouTube and get them for free, but instead I'd rather pay for a Spotify subscription so it's right on my phone where I want it. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with your Instagram. You're curating all of this knowledge mm-hmm. into one space, and that's and a I service. Do so much. Here's the thing, my
2: other argument. I do so much free shit. My motivational Mondays, those are all like mental health things. The self-care stuff, that's all mental health stuff. That's all free. I create content that's free. I do the podcast. Every season is a different type of trauma. Each person on there is a different person. There are three resources at the end of every episode. It is also transcribed. So if you can't specifically hear it or you have something, you can do it that way. Like get the shit out of here get the fuck out of here like yeah. i do so much that's free but also i have bills to pay yes. and this is what i've chosen to do my work and you clearly think that i'm good at what i do because you keep showing up
1: yes you're asking and me and you're to mad do it. that it's not yeah you're yeah. mad
2: that
0: it's not free because you want
2: it but yeah. it's yeah. so wild because even when i've done what i've called office hours and it was a dollar a minute mm-hmm. people are like huh. <sighs>
1: And you're like, do you know how much this book If I raise it
2: to like one twenty five an hour, people are like, okay, well, I think, but it's the psychology of if you charge more, it must be worth it. Mm-hmm. But then then you still have the people that are arguing. Like, it's so tricky, but pay people for their fucking worth. Yeah. Because they didn't just wake up with this knowledge. I don't know anyone that's just been like,
0: brain scientist. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think this is it. I know things. I'm going to write a book. Uh, like, I, I love Grey's Anatomy. That's fake, but there are real surgeons. And if they were just like, I'm going to follow this script. No, no. Like, (laughs) like, You go to school to learn, and you're paying for people that are professionals that have done the work for you to keep you safe. Because, again, it's at the tip of your fingertips. You don't have to do it. (sighs) But it's a constant argument.
0: And also, what is an expert? It's actually just, I think it's defined by this certain amount of time that you've spent studying this thing. That word freaks me out still. Why? People are
2: like... I, I mean, I'm a self sabotager. Fun fact I'm a self sabotager, and uh, my best friend is drowning myself. That's like, I'm like, mm, imposter syndrome. Hey, girl.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, so you hear the word expert, I'm like, and you're like, an uh, no. uh, expert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It took me a long time to even call myself um, a sex educator. Yeah. <sighs> But then it pisses me off when people pop up and they're like, I'm a sex educator. And I'm right? like, I, I know. Oh, you're like, no, no, never bitch. mind. I am an
1: expert.
0: Isn't that <laughs> I'm a an funny thing? Isn't <laughs> that a mind. funny thing? I had a, uh, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I had a friend. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so you feel me. Yes. <laughs> you know, it gets put in the Instagram bio all of a sudden and you're like, you're like interesting. You go like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally, sorry. I'm, scrolling.
2: I'm like, bitch, this <laughs> when? Uh-uh. And I'm mad. Because it. I'm like, yes, it took me a long time to do it. But yeah. also- I've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you know what? I think I'm going think I to be a sex educator. Great. We need more. I support that. But not after you listen to Loveline for like five <laughs> seasons. No. You are not going to do this. Shout out to Chris, the host of Loveline. But... <laughs> no love.
1: <laughs> we keep talking about love line, we're talking about love line last week too? yeah i was, I was you, literally
2: I, yesterday we were talking about love line i don't know why i mean I, it's changed so much
1: yeah i was an og og love line listener i was too dr drew
2: <laughs> but also dr drew is problematic
1: yeah no and I, why is, well, I don't
2: know i think what dr <laughs> he, he, he says a lot of things that you're like no like <laughs> no. <laughs> Like with sexual assault, he's definitely not the best person to speak to at all.
1: And then his uh, co-host used to be Adam Carolla, who was very funny, but also very
2: problematic. (laughs) And then his following co-host, you'd be like, bitch, where are y'all finding these trash white men uh, (laughs) that also speak from a white man perspective called Privilege. Yes. Welcome to Privilege. Yes. Yeah, it just would be shitty. And it'd be like, well, and then it'd be... getting frustrated again (laughs) um but like talking about like trauma like wasn't his specialty Uh and he would it would be like shamey Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'd be like
2: bitch you know what let's not talk about this anymore like i would turn it off there was
1: a lot of problems but my my conservative ass self who had like no like lifeline i'd like sit in my car late at night and be like oh my god something i can listen to hearing about sex Mm -hmm. yeah i probably learned some false narratives i mean it was just like dr ruth who's an og Mm mm-hmm How do I not know about this I've seen her. Dr. Ruth? She's like in her damn 80s. Oh, yeah. Okay, one moment, because we've been chatting a lot about fems and learning about sex education, but let's get real. Sometimes our sex life feels simply unarousable and lagging life in general seems anticlimactic and a busy day hormonal changes some of the trauma we've spoken about or a low libido can make it hard to get things going when you feel like you need it most the point is everyone deserves to experience stronger more frequent orgasms but sometimes we just need a little boost to elevate us to that next level which is where oh shot comes in Oshot, shot developed by the awesome female-run team at Omax Health, is a luxurious arousal oil that instantly heightens sensation and arousal with an all-natural blend of eight botanicals and full-spectrum CBD. Uh, most arousal lubricants typically have just one ingredient that po- will provide that sensory feeling like hot or cold to stimulate arousal. Most are synthetic, have an unpleasant taste or smell, and contain chemicals and additives. Those natural botanicals that Oshot CBD arousal oil contains provide sensory tingling tingling. and promotes multiple physiological effects to increase stimulation, circulation, arousal, lubrication, desire, and overall satisfaction. And like Beck and I have said again and again, not only do we love O-Shot because it feels great, but we also both typically are sensitive and get easily irritated when it comes to arousal oils. But with O-Shot, there has been no irritation because it's all natural, nothing but net, baby. I use it All the time, Becca and I both have it right next to our bed. Easy access. Uh, So whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, everyone can benefit from a more enjoyable, orgasmic experience. Omax's O-Shot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you that instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. And it's 100% safe and natural. Remember, go to omaxhealth.com today and enter chatty to take advantage of this incredible savings. That o-m-a-x com and enter code chatty to get 20% off O-Shot and all other Omax products sidewide. Omaxhealth.com code chatty.
0: By the way, do you plan on like being in your 80s and keep on being it? Because I've never seen someone like over 50 be a sex educator. That oh, I know. I have. Of. Oh, I don't. I'm probably yeah, yeah, just yeah, not yeah. as exposed to people, but I feel like not yeah, mainstream. I like drown in sex now. So, yeah,
2: so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um who knows? You know, I just wake up every day. Like, first of all, what day is it? Well, mm-hmm. I got that.
0: I got that <laughs> vibe with you. I love how you're like. And then I was in this facility, <laughs> and then th- two months later, I was here. And I, I love that though. I feel like you're ever learning. That's one thing. So maybe should be.
2: I mean, honestly, like I hope to have. A retreat twice a year for sexual assault survivors
0: oh wait can you talk about that oh my god yes yes. can can you please
1: please plug away
2: yes let me fix my boobs (laughs)
0: okay so
2: i have been one of my big goals and dreams that i made up one day is i wanted to create a space for survivors to actually heal working in all these different facilities i've worked in spaces and i'm like this is fucking traumatic like people are leaving worse than they came in Mm. And so when I say it, I'm like, no, they're like, you repeated it. I said, I know. I want a space for people to heal that they can actually heal. And they're like, oh. So I remember I first started working with my manager. We still don't know how long we've been working to be with each other. It's real weird. <laughs> um, and I was like, one of the things, like when we first started, I was like, these are the goals. I want to have a podcast because I, I actually have carpal tunnel in both my hands. And so it's easier for me to just talk also. Storytelling is great
0: and talking is great. You learn so much. Also time is money and like you can talk for an hour or you can like type for three days. (laughs) Yeah. Again, someone who's been in school their whole life. (laughs) Um, And I was like, these
2: are the things I want to do. I want to create a retreat because I feel like the emergent of everything at one time in a safe space is when you can actually receive information and so this has been a thing it's been a thing um and we were talking about it last around this time last year in the beginning of this year i went to a 10-day silent retreat hardest and scariest shit i've ever done and you really can't talk
0: where was it uh i did one in napa okay i've heard, I've heard of one in joshua tree yes. I know. If, if yeah a few yeah people but people that was always booked yeah i'm like booked out for like years the one I in napa shit. was beautiful though um and so that sounds like you're this, like you're like i went to this silent retreat it was so hard we were drinking champagne all day and i wish but- let me tell you vegetarian
2: diets
1: oh, you're was, in a like, room thing like
2: this oh <laughs> you're legit like you take your vow of silence so mm-hmm. really they, it's 10 days but really it's 12 okay and wow. so you're oh, like and of course I fucked up multiple times and was like talking to myself and then I would laugh because I was talking to myself out loud and I was like people probably think I'm crazy (laughs) like it was a shit show but the first day of the retreat of that I made up my retreat like everything I wanted and I was like okay I was like at first I wanted I want 30 women no I want 30 femmes because I'm not the gatekeeper of what a woman is or what a femme is Um, I wanted to be for femmes of color because there is a lack of support Um, there is a lack of vulnerability because of the lack of support. And I know a lot of femmes of color do a lot of fucking labor for other people and they don't feel like they have the space or opportunity to get healing because they're too busy healing fucking everybody else. I am one of those people. Also, I curate
0: things that I feel like I'd have needed in my life. Fun fact. And us white women have a great way of making everything about ourselves. Yes, correct. (laughs) Yes.
2: But if you find the right white women in your life, (laughs) you can win, right? Um, You have to be willing to, like, get over your own shit and be vulnerable and fuck up, Mm -hmm. which is true. So I was like, I want this. I wanted 30 people. I was like, I need to allow people to come for free. Like, I need to make space for that. I was like, I want tracks yeah, I was like sitting, mind you, I'm like sitting there in my head, like, cause you also can't write anything down. So I held that shit for two weeks, Whoa! <laughs> just in my head, just. yeah. So I'm like sitting there. I'm sure again, if anyone saw me, they'd be like, what in the fuck <laughs> is going on? But I was like, I want tracks. I was like, what do people need? Body forgiveness. This is also something that I, I love to do with clients. People need to learn how to love their bodies again and reconnect with them. I want a body forgiveness track. I want a mental health track because mental health is fucking important and it is a privilege unfortunately and i wanted a sex ed track because people think survivors can't have sex or be sexy false look at my instagram my titties are out (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's true (laughs) Um, but it's true like these are the things we need and then i wanted my teachers to look like the people that were coming so all of my teachers are femmes of color again femmes. I have people that are non-binary. I have folks that are trans. Like, this is what my teachers look like. So,
0: Are you familiar with Kamali Minter, by the way? No. So she's a a tantric worker we had on our podcast before, and I've taken a course with her. She actually recently did um, a three-day retreat Mm -hmm. for Femmes of Color, specifically Mm -hmm. through about, yeah, and she herself is a black woman. And anyway, she just did one like that. She's based in Venice. I was just wondering if you... No,
2: knew but about I, that I'll find her. After. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also hard to like find people because you're doing all this shit by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, three tracks, five days, Costa Rica. Applications go out November 20th.
0: I am stressed.
1: Uh, and will- <laughs> this episode is, what day is it today? It's the <laughs> 19th. So, tomorrow.
0: Yeah. That's the timing. That's perfect. I know. It's
1: perfect timing. So yeah. Tomorrow, I'm people. anxious. Uh, but I'm excited, right?
2: Like
0: this is what I've wanted. So Which by the way, do you need any kind are you still looking for any kind of like administrative help? Because you can put a shout out right now and we got We got mm-hmm. I got my staff. Okay. I good.
2: got my staff. But we always take coins. We take funds. Okay. We are always open to receive money. And how can people donate to that? Um you can go to traumaqueen.love backslash donate. Also, I will be posting it all over. My Instagram is jimanika, J-I-M-A-N-E-K-I-A. There's only one of me. Um, And
1: per usual, we'll put all of this info in the episode notes so you guys can all
2: access it easily. Costa Rica. Um, My staff is, including myself, there's nine of us. Um, Fun fact, my staff is called Hoes. Oh, love. (laughs) Love. Now, (laughs) I was trying to think of like a fun name and my manager was like, Hoes. And I was like, (laughs) no. (laughs) I was like, the fuck not. So I took it to all my teachers as I was like talking to them and interviewing them. And they were like, oh my God, I love it. And <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so my staff is <laughs> called HOSE. You got to make some kind of acronym for it. Well, my retreat's called Tending the Garden. Oh. And I, <gasps> HOSE. Yes. <Yeah, it's> perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. I love it. <laughs> so I made That's up again beautiful. in my silence. I made up Tending the Garden because I feel like when you're tending a garden, it takes time. It takes love. It takes food. It takes like trial and error. And that's what it is. And I want these people to learn how to tend their own garden. And we are the hoes because hoes help support.
1: That's beautiful.
0: <laughs> and you can, oh, I'm now, beautiful. and now the metaphors are running wild. I'm like, and the elements will try to like b- b- take down your garden. Sometimes you got to like repot that. You got to redo yeah. the soil in order to like build things back yeah. up after the elements. Yeah. And that is why I Mm -hmm.
2: wanted a retreat that was around nature. That was a sober space. um, So we could focus and healing in nature is beautiful. And then got this call from this retreat center in Costa Rica. And I was like, oh shit, I was just going to go to Big Bear. (laughs) All right. Okay. I guess we're going to Costa Rica. And it's like, people keep showing up and I'm super excited. This has been one of my dreams. And I'm like, I'm 32 some people go their whole lives not getting to actually do it. And I'm listen, I have been crying for like two weeks. And I was like, I'll probably stop crying at the end of April. I don't know, maybe. Like, <laughs> it's just like people actually get it. And they understand that these individuals need and deserve help. And like I have friends that own like big sex toy companies. They're like, okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and give you five grand this quarter. I'm going to give you five. You need some toys. Okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? Like I'm constantly in what the fuck that people are showing up and again we're talking about and I was like, I create this thing and people are like they believe in it. So now I really got to do it. But it's it's been coming together and it's going to be dope. It's wow. going to be dope. It's going to be dope. It's in, like I said, Costa Rica. This so this is all expenses place.
0: paid for the applicants that are...
2: Four. So it is... There's two applications. Okay. There's a regular application. There is a $27 application fee. Um, and we are only taking 15 individuals this first round. Ooh. Yeah, I Exclusive. know. Exclusive. Stress. Yeah. If I got to read all the things and choose 15 people, I will wait list and figure it out. again. You should definitely delegate that responsibility of reading those. I mean... Some I, of it. I have support. Good. My, uh, I have multiple businesses. My business partner that's based in Portland is a trauma therapist. And she's like, I'm white. Let me help. I'll do this. is The only thing I can do. Cause you won't let me come into the retreat. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I won't. She's like, I'll be quiet in a corner. <laughs> um, I said, no. <laughs> so she's going to help me go through all of these. And my therapist and I was like, I know you can't help, but what if in session I ask questions? <laughs> so I'm like, I have a team to do it. Great. But like at the retreat, I'm not teaching. I'm making sure it's a safe space and supporting and being a person. So I have my three staff. This is going to be fabulous, (sighs) but I I know, I know. I'm the um, mental health track, sexual sex ed track, body forgiveness. And then I have an extra therapist uh, on site and I have a spiritual person that's on site because I feel like we should believe in everything. Somebody should believe in something. You don't have to be the Lord. You can call it the universe, whatever. But like someone that... Is amazing. I, that's done readings for me, and I'm like, all right, bitch, hold on. Um, but also, I wanted to have non-binary representation, trans representation, um, and then we have someone that's doing yoga because body movement every morning is important.
1: That's this sounds amazing. Who
0: are you? Te- who are your teachers?
1: Okay, okay, let me remember
0: everyone. You got this. So Evian is oh, doing yes. our ya, body yes. forgiveness track. <laughs>
2: uh Thea Monet is is a therapist and is also working on her sex therapist stuff and she's just if you listen to her speak you're like what like she takes you out um is doing our mental health track um Cindy Lee uh, Alvarez is doing our that sounds super familiar. sex ed track again all femmes of color uh, they, she, them, however you identify. We are very focused on having people. And then Jessamine Stanley is doing our yoga. Jordy is doing our spiritual stuff. And Tony Stewart is our backup support therapist. So with the backup support therapist and the spiritual person, you have to see them. Like you can't be like, yeah, I'm gonna. No, I'm scheduling you 15 minutes at least to sit with them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am I'm doing this so intentionally that. Before you leave, I think about therapy. Again, my background is mental health. Before you leave, um, you're going to get like a bag. You're getting a month of therapy for free through BetterHelp. You're getting toys to go home to because you can't, I don't want you to be traveling with toys because that's trauma. You know? Sure. sure. Yeah. sure. You get, I'm going to curate a sheet because I feel like no one should go home without support. Um, if you have a therapist, you don't, I'm going to find you a therapist in your area. We will have all your information. I'm going to make sure that you have some type of support. It's going to be all listed out. Because again, discharge plans, I think therapy, you don't just let people just go without some type of support. You're Mm -hmm. coming to us. And also it's not all sad. It's not all hard work. But you will be getting your ass kicked. And you have to show up. But we're going to have a dance party. And we're going to eat yummy foods. We're going to do an excursion. Like
0: it's going to be fun, but it's also going to be work. I think this has the potential to be I know.
1: Life Well, altering. I would I mean, I don't yeah. wanna I don't wanna say speak out of turn, but I would love if you'd give us the opportunity to um I'm like, what do you say? To donate. I don't know either. I'm to, <laughs> like, what? I saw your
2: face. what is she putting <laughs> I mean, out? I would love
1: to to donate the money that we did the ads for for this podcast. Absolutely. To, yeah. to your, yeah.
2: I am in the don't make me cry. I have to go somewhere <laughs> no, this after is, This no, is okay, so, not but I mean I'm in the receiving season. <laughs> yes. So thank you. No,
1: we would like in any like yes, yeah, please.
2: please. I mean, yes. Okay. Because you're supporting. So, yes, it's 20 individuals, five of them are coming for free. So that their application fee is $7 versus Uh the 27 it's $7 just to make sure people are serious about what they're applying for. Yeah. Yeah. But we're covering your flight. We're covering your time at the retreat and you get all the other things too. It's not like you're coming for free. You don't get all this. No, you get everything because I, again, I understand oftentimes for folks of color, the problem is funding Yeah, and you can't do it. So if there's spaces that people are like, I want to specifically like. I've had people like, I want to specifically pay for a person. We put it in,
0: yeah. So
2: yes. very cool.
0: Then yeah. well, awesome. Thanks. Just Thanks. okay. Where else do <sighs> people find you? This is just fantastic. Oh, Lord, this has been this has been a yeah. wonderful episode. Um, my
2: website, traumaqueen.love, that is the real website. Uh, <laughs> Jim and Eka on all the social medias because branding and your name is real. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and Trauma Queen, you can listen to it everywhere we have five seasons sexual assault survivors <laughs> gaslighting the second season was gaslighting mm-hmm. the trauma four seasons the trauma of black femmes um and the trauma within sex ed this is fantastic so you have got your the shit fifth together season, i know y'all will God. appear because i'm gonna find you
1: yeah uh the trauma <laughs> and religion welcome to my life <laughs> yeah wow. Daily living. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you for thank on you me. so much brads, and
0: please donate to please donate this yes please support let's I all join together
1: let's take care <laughs> let's make sure that everyone can go and attend oh, yeah. and that you can continue to do the amazing I mean, work that you're doing
2: ultimately my goal is to have enough funding and backing and everything that everyone can go for free and we can do it at yep. least twice a year yep. i
1: believe in our listeners Let's do this. Rods, go Broads. forth and do what you do. <laughs> Prepare to receive. <laughs> Prepare to receive. <laughs> thank thank you, you so much, so, Jim Thank so you so, so much.
0: Fantastic. And uh,
1: Rods, chat soon. Chat soon.